what's going on, everybody? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast. Everybody, it is Thursday, the 26th of January, and this band is making their third appearance ever on the podcast, their first time in two years, and perfectly coming right after our podcast with Catch Your Breath because... This band is ready and poised to have a breakout year for themselves in 2023. And we are gassing that shit up like it is crazy. But before we jump in, I want to thank our sponsor for this podcast, which is Phoenix Fitness. You guys want to get mosh pit fit? Well, that's the way I'm describing it because you guys know me. I love going to concerts. my favorite thing to do outside of the podcast, of course. And I always jump into those moshes because, I don't know, I'm just crazy. I, I, I love it. It's just, I get this adrenaline rush from it. But I want to make sure that I can hit hard in those pits so that, you know, stand my own ground. But also, I need enough stamina to be able to continue to be in those pits and not stop because I don't want to stop it. I never want to. So how do I do that? Well, I got to get mosh pit fit. I got to go to the gym. I got to lift. I got to do a lot of cardio. I got to be the best athlete I can be. But I have to make sure I prepare and recover right in order to make sure I'm maximizing on my fitness goals of being mosh pit fit. So that's where Phoenix Fitness comes in. They have many great products to help you achieve your fitness goals, potentially to get mosh pit fit with us or just whatever goal you might have. They have different types of pre-workout, both stim and stim-free stuff. I use the stim-free stuff because I'm crazy enough. I got so much energy. The music just drives me in the gym. I really don't need the stimulant stuff. They also have different beast and recovery compounds to help you recover and help your muscles absorb the nutrients after workout. Different types of protein, collagen protein, plant-based protein, and whey-based protein in many different flavors. I use their whey-based protein because, well, protein after workout, nah, good stuff. They also have different types of creatine, different multivitamins, many different supplements to help you achieve your fitness goals. Phoenix Fitness has it all for you. Our listeners get 20% off using the code CPP20 at checkout at fnxfit.com. Link description of the podcast. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Again, now in our future presentation, Rosie is back for the first time on the podcast since February of 2021. To give you context, their last podcast was, was episode 145. We're on episode 375. That's a lot of episodes. That's close to like 250 right there. I think we're at 240. No, 230 exactly. My bad. There goes my math brain. We talk about the band's brand new single, One for All. It's anime-inspired feel. It's hard rock anthemic-driven style. On top of that, did Zoe evoke memories of like young Lizzie Hale, Taylor Momsen, Dorothy, the women from Plush, Ash Costello in this song? Oh my God. And let's talk about what else is going to come from Rosie in 2023 with more new music. And we also talk about ways for the band to continue to promote themselves and continue to grow off of this later on. You might be able to take some pointers from that one too. So enjoy this one. Are you guys ready? Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast. This band that is in front of us right here that you're either going to be listening to or you're watching on your screen right now has been on the podcast back in 2020. Had been on the podcast back in 2021 in between one hell of a week where we had from Ashton and Modern Day Escape on. 2022? 
just never really happened. But to start off 2023, are we bringing them on? Well, they're right here, and we are all jazzed up for it. The band's brand new song, One For All, will be out as of the time this podcast releases. And I can't wait to talk all about it with this band, because holy shit, is that one hell of a goddamn anthem. So please, welcome back, Brandon, Zoe, and Molly from Rosie, back to the podcast. So everyone, welcome back. Hey, it's good to see all three of you once again. How have things been going for you, all three of you, in the past two years? Because I haven't seen you. This is like, what? Right. <laughs> it's been going good. Really good. Yeah. Just waiting for these songs to come out. I've been sitting on them for a minute and we're excited. We're excited. We're finally going to be out. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a plan. So. Starting with One For All. This is a good start, I think. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. Let me backtrack on there. Did you say songs as in plural? Yes. Oh, yes. We have multiple. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this, because if you're saying songs, well, you have been sitting on them for a while. Why have you been sitting on these things for a while? Is it Was it just part of the plan for 2023 to come out swinging for 2023? Or is there some other things that were going on that just made this plan the way it is? Why have you been sitting on these things for quite some time? We had COVID. There was, really, yeah. COVID is really what kind of screwed up our plans. Yeah. But, you know, we made it work and we figured we'd kick off 2023 with a bang. So yeah. some setbacks, but we got it now. Every band has to deal with setbacks at some point. I mean, you're taking a look at what's going on in the industry today. There's a lot of other setbacks still going on post-COVID. A lot of things going on with touring. There's still supply chain issues. Hell, I still know Motionless and White Down that came out in 2022. They didn't even do vinyl pressing for it because they they were going to do it, but then it was going to be backlogged for like a year, and they didn't want to have pre-orders just sitting down for like a year. So it does make a lot of sense why, you know, Holding back on some of these things before going full force into them for 2023 makes a lot of sense. Exactly. For we sure. wanted to make sure it had the best shot it could, you yeah. know. And not only just having the best shot that it could, but just think about this too. With One For All, especially releasing right at the beginning of the year as well, you're releasing it at a time where people are get our past 2022 at that point all the end of the year 2022 stuff has already come out everyone's kind of had their decision of like okay what was the best album of the year what was the worst album of the year? best song worst song in terms of best album of the year where does bad omens death of peace of mind rank on your list because that was pretty much everybody and now we're into 2023 and that's all in the past it's like people are already ready for the new stuff people are talking about the new sleep token songs that dropped right at the beginning of the year so there's so much more new music that's already coming out the focus is already on this year so coming out with one for all right at the beginning of the year now this plan really starting to make sense in my brain right yeah that wasn't originally the plan but i think it works out way better this way um, because people haven't heard these songs and I think One For All was a good choice to release first. It, it took us a while to to figure out what we wanted. To we put wanted. Out yeah, because <laughs> there's a few of them and, and a couple of them are kind of different. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't know if we wanted to go a certain route with it. But I think One For All was was definitely the right choice. Yeah. All right, so then with One For All, before we really jump into the song, why was this the one that you decided, this is going to be the first single we put out there for 2023, this is going to be the first one for the host of new songs, why was this one chosen? So, it's, it actually started back in last month, um, I don't know if you saw, but uh, there's a big radio station in Houston called 945 The Buzz, and uh, Brandon, so I'll let you take over that as far as like how you came about to uh, inquiring this uh connection <laughs> oh um why we put it out why we put it out yeah. yeah i mean uh 
you know, I've seen a lot of local bands get on the buzz. Um, they do this thing called hometown for the holidays. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, we kick ass. There's no reason why we shouldn't be on, <laughs> you know, on hometown for the holidays. So I convinced them like, let's, let's send them like one of our most banging songs. Mm -hmm. I mean, this one really like every, every person we've shown it to is like, dude, that's the one. <laughs> that's yeah. the one. So I was like, we got to send that one. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure it's going to get us. And surely enough, for sure, it, it did get us on there. So yeah. we were really excited about being on the radio. Yeah, it was awesome. And it was all month long. They had us on at least twice a day. And um, it was cool, too. We were the only female-fronted band that made the top 10. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's actually going to be streaming again, uh, I think, until February 2nd, because we have a concert coming up that they're putting on. And they were like, yeah, just send us the song that you want streaming. I was like, you best believe it's going to be one for all again, you know? Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, so cool. it, it, it was a, definitely a great call. It was a great call. And so we were just like, may as well, you know, it got a fantastic response. We had people tweeting at us, you know, mm -hmm. messaging us on Instagram. They're like, this is great. Where can I find it? Where can I find it? We're like, It'll all right, out. well, I guess we're going to put it. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. perfect time to do it, so. Perfect time to do it, and you let the fans speak for it, where this is the one that we want. Why isn't it out right now? Why can't yeah. I have it? But of course, if you're listening to this podcast right now, the song is available for you to go check out after you're done, you know, listening to the whole entire podcast too. So yeah, oh, but trust yeah. me. But Brand, I do have to commend you on the effort of just, you know, yeah, we fucking rock. Why don't we just, you know, make this hometown for the holidays things? Why don't we get in on this? Because it's hometown, Houston. You guys are from Houston. Perfect fit. Plus, in the Houston area, because I'm constantly seeing you guys, especially from the past two years, um, open for a lot of bands and play a lot of shows at the warehouse in Houston as well. So when it comes to the Rosie name being a part of the rock community in that area, I mean, it makes sense for you guys to submit something for Hometown for the Hollies to get on that radio station, to get consistent plays for a straight month. So that more people get to know your music and more people get to know Rosie, not only within the rock community around Houston, but in general, because there's a lot of people that are listening to that radio stations, especially maybe a little bit more of the older generation that are going to listen and say, holy shit, I think I found a new young band I want to go follow. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it, it's cool, too, because uh, 94 Fred the Buzz is also it's part of iHeartRadio. So we had people from like Baton Rouge being like, hey, we hear you guys from Baton Rouge or yeah, we're from Baton Rouge. When do y'all come to Louisiana or like North Carolina and just everywhere in between? We're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Super cool. It was the right one. It was. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And even when you said, you know, you the everyone that you sent the song to was like, oh my God, this is the one run the hurt. It's like, this is the one. I mean, Zoe, when you sent it to me, I, I messaged you two days before this. I'm like, I couldn't even hold my excitement. And I'm like, even I said, this is the one. Like, this is straight up the one. So, so cool. That's yeah. awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you. So now let's jump even more into it to really get a full understanding of the song. And as always, if you guys are going to send me a song, you guys got something new coming out. I'm going to take my time to really digest it, deep dive into it, to really get an understanding of it for myself at least, so that when we can talk about it, we can go back and forth and have a great time with it. So when it came to One For All, what was the inspiration behind this song fully? Not only its meaning, but how you guys put it together as a composition. Yeah, so um, I think we talked about this last time we were on the podcast, but me and Brandon are like huge anime nerds. That's just, that's our thing. Oh we gosh. always do. This man always staying on that crunchy roll. I'm on crunchy roll every day, bro. <laughs> and um, at the time uh, when I was writing it, My Hero Academia, which is the anime uh, it is based off of, was coming out. And I was just really like influenced by it because um, 
pretty much the story is about how there these people live in a world where they have these like superpowers and they're called quirks and majority of the world has it and there's some people that don't and this little kid who when he was yeah when he was younger he saw like let me rephrase there's a ranking system of heroes that use their quirks and the number one hero this little kid his name is Deku he looked up to the number one hero and his name was All Might and his power was one for all and he's the number one hero and so his whole thing is he goes and he saves you know people and um so the little kid's like I'm gonna be just like him when I get my quirk I'm gonna do that we'll come to find out he's born without a quirk and so he is heartbroken he gets made fun of he gets teased um and then you fast forward to a little bit later he ends up meeting the number one hero number one here they have like a chat and uh he sees a lot of himself into the kid so he's like look my time's coming to an end I want to pass this on to you and so he saw that in him and so he gave him his quirk and that's kind of where the whole story continues from there and so during that time I was like I have to it just I don't know it just impacted me in like in a way I was just like you know not everybody's you know everybody's gifted with different things here and there and this man just with like you know I see so much of myself in you from when I was a young kid I was like I just I want to make something out of that you know and um that's kind of the whole backstory behind that uh which is how it's literally the anime like, yeah literally. it talks about it's it just, it is that it's a great representation. <laughs> <laughs> so you could tell the different energy between Brandon and Zoe just getting all in, and then there's Molly just. Oh, he's like, yeah, you know. What it is. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but even from just my perspective as well, listening to it, I mean, of course, I saw the artwork I, that you guys had for the single artwork. I saw what it looked like, and my first thought was, I, again, I follow you guys on Instagram as well, so I see a lot of the stuff that happened. I, I think I'm, I know I'm friends with you on Facebook, so I, so I see a lot of the anime connection there. So my first thought was, this has to be some sort of anime-inspired song. There's got to be something there. Just straight up from the artwork, straight up from just knowing who you guys are, and just hearing that, you know, for me, it makes total sense that you guys would be inspired by any kind of anime that has that kind of a trope behind there to really create a song off of it and really be inspired by that to create a song that has such an anthemic drive behind it. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I'm glad it comes across well. I know. Yeah, that's good. It comes across. (laughs) Well, and I got to put this out there right away because I I thought it even without, if I would have not even known that it was about anime or had not seen the single artwork, just the guitar riff that opens up the song in that intro, it does kind of have that like, pump up style of like you know you're listening to like an anime intro and it's it just with the kind of j-pop style the j-pop rock style that kind of goes with it it has more of that upbeat feel it has more of this like yeah. pump up feel to it and i thought of course this has to be influenced by a lot of that kind of style but it's more melodic than like that really fast paced hyper style that maybe some a lot of these anime animes go with but mm-hmm. it works so well to kind of have you know that same feel to, to an anime opening but more in a anthemic hard rock drive that really fits the style of rosie yeah, right. definitely. That's really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, That's good. That makes a lot of sense because I don't like they're they're the anime peoples, which is awesome. <laughs> um, but I don't watch I don't watch much anime, but the intros go hard. They like, do. Yeah, they we always hard. we always just like Molly. You gotta at least watch the intro, and we always show the intros. <laughs> no, but they are like most of them are fast paced and everything. But I get what you mean. Like it totally is like the rock kind of version of it. It's, it's really good. I like it. Thanks. That's good. <laughs> yeah, because even just from the out, outside of it, it just, it has that upbeat feel. It has that pump up feel. It has that super energized feel to the tone. 
but it's the consistency and just the more melodic build out compared to that really creates that hard rock driving anthem. And even when all of a sudden it gets more full, when Molly, when you come in with the whole entire drumming background on there, it really ends up creating more of that anthemic hard rock intro, really concentrates more on it to really find that cross between those, like, you know, those more intense, some of those more pumped up, higher pitch anime kind of emotions with more of that rock music cross. I really was curious to see, like, are you guys going to quicken the pace right after this, knowing, like, kind of just how some of these intros work? But it's going to depend upon how the rest of the song would have flowed. So just from that intro, it's like you could have gone multiple different places with it, which was really kind of a cool thing. You guys created your own hard rock anime intro, basically, in the first 10 seconds of the song. <laughs> that was so cool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Zoe. She came to the writing session kind of already knowing what she wanted. Mm -hmm. And uh, she kind of just like hummed like, uh, 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 and I was like, oh, like this? Right. Yeah. It, like literally wrote itself. It, it's great because we like, he's so good at guitar. Like I'm, I'm, I, I'm a rhythm guitar player, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes there's things that I just, I want to play, but I can't, but I know what I want. And so when I'm like talking and writing with him, he, dude, it's like, Oh, okay. Just like he said, he just transposed it. It's like no big deal. I was like, bro. Yeah, that definitely got it started. Yeah, dude. For sure. <laughs> See, now that just speaks to the chemistry that all three of you have together as a band, especially when it comes to you, Zoe, and you, Brandon, because when, it, you know, working alongside working with your guitars as well, and with the love of anime that you have, when, Zoe, when you thought of that, it just, the mindset that Brandon could have had around there, it's, as a more experienced guitar player, boom, can easily pull out some exactly where your mind is going. But then the mindset of potentially where it's coming from, being able to recognize where that's coming from and how those sounds kind of percolate in between both of your brains, yeah. then it comes out like this. Right. <laughs> teamwork. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to make that a thing. Just teamwork. Yes. Just oh. do it. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be the new thing, you know, as you guys walk off stage. Teamwork. Oh, out. <laughs> we totally could. We should. <laughs> Why not? Like at the shows. Yeah, it's like Toy Story 3. New thing. <laughs> at, I'll say this. At the first show, I'm able to see you guys play because I still have yet to do that. I still have to make good on that promise. You'll, you'll see me in the in either the front row or if there's a pit going on, you know I'm going to be the one in the middle of that. So you'll notice be like, we got to do it. We got to do the, you know, teamwork. Ugh. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and walk off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So continuing on with One For All, the way that the verses were constructed, both, you know, instrumentally and also vocally for music, how did that all come together? Because, again, I could have expected something that had, you know, much more of a faster pace, especially coming off that intro, but it still had a lot more of that drive and more of that anthemic drive behind it. So what was the inspiration behind going to more of that style? So it was funny when I was writing it, I had, it was funny because I had all the lyrics, I had a lot of the lyrics pretty much done. Um, and then what I do when I write is I go and listen to a bunch of stuff I'm really listening to at the time and just really dissect it. I'm like, okay, what do I like from this? What do I like from that? And, um, excuse me, at the time, I was actually really, really infatuated with the Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. And so I was like, like the bow wow, bow wow. That's where, that was what inspired me with the, it's, it was like that sort of take on it. And the way the, in the verses, it's like, da, 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 da. It's, if you listen to it, the instruments are pretty low. Oh, on like the, the bass, you know, weapons. Yeah, everybody yeah. gets down. Yeah, so you wanted like, to bring it down on the verse. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I wanted the words to more speak, and then, but I like hits. Like I, I'm, I feel like as an audience member and someone who loves music, 
there are certain things that just make you move. You know what I'm saying? There's always, you always got a bop going on or it just makes you jump a little. And I'm very big on this song. I really wanted it to be very epic. I wanted this to be our epic, you know? And so all the stops, I wanted that. And so when Molly did came in with the drums, I wanted it to be this huge thing. And then the verse go very quiet. Cause it's like, Oh wait, what happened? Now you're just focusing on the verses and you're focusing on my words with the, um, once I'm done, like the bass suit's so hot, I've been driving my car, can't stop just yet. I'm living like a rock star. Boom. Like I wanted that, like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how that came about. <clears throat> See, that makes a lot of sense too, because even thinking about you know, you think about the biggest like our anthems, especially in hard rock, that are around the world today. I mean, there's no bigger one than "We Will Rock You" from Queen. There is still no bigger one than that. Yeah. And the biggest thing about that song is, of course, you know, the audience can play along with it with, you know, good old stomp, stomp, clamp, but also yeah. with the inclusion of the word we in there, it brings everyone into it. I know Ali Sykes had talked about that as well, which mm-hmm. is why in Shadow Moses, you know, there was like, can you tell from looking at our eyes, we're going nowhere. So he's including that we in there, yeah. but with one for all as well, just, you know, thinking one for all it's one, but also everybody at the same time too. So everyone is still also included in the title. So going with that off of the song title, it still makes a lot of sense. But especially when it comes to verses, I do love the fact that you broke it up into those two parts where you had one part where the instrumentals were less prominent. So Zoe, your vocals were much more of the focal point, but then mm-hmm. you got to break it up to go back to kind of what you had been doing in the second part of the intro where more of the instrumentals were coming from. So it comes blasting out and your, you know, it comes blasting out to the audience right again but it still maintains that energy flow. But the breaks in between, especially with the vocal tone that you went with, that was something that actually really stood out to me. So how'd you come up with kind of like the vocal tone that you went during, especially when the guitars are kind of pulled back during that point in time when you were singing the verses and had more of this like choked feeling to it. Like you said, that Rage Against the Machine, Bulls on Parade inspired sound. Yeah, so um, most of the stuff, like everything that we have out now, it's very melodic, it's very movie, mm-hmm. it's very like, happy-go-lucky almost you know mm-hmm. and for this one since i wanted it to be that i wanted to feel like this is like this is a badass song mm-hmm. and it's funny um saying that because we've had a lot of people like a friends that we show they're like i want to see they like my walkout song like when i go for like jujitsu or whatever yada yada and it's that's what i wanted i wanted it to be like like f you i got this you know like uh in the at the in the end of the ver- uh, first verse, it's like tired of the bigotry. Like I'm tired. I'm sick. I'm done with your shit. You know what I'm saying? And I want it to be that like I don't give a frick kind of attitude. Like you know, I'm just gonna do my thing. I saw you. <laughs> I said frick. <laughs> but you know, I was like, I don't give that. I don't give a shit. You know. And um, that's kind of where that came from. I really influenced by like Lizzie Hale, like Ash Costello, Dorothy, because they're all their voices are just so powerful and just filled with like so much like. Mm, you know what I'm saying? And my voice is higher. So normally I can't do that. That's where she comes into play. But I was like, let me challenge myself. Like, can I do this? And sure enough, it was pulled off really well in my opinion. So yeah, that's kind of how that happened. Yes. Interesting. Because even when I was listening to it too, it's the difference in tone. Because I'm every time I listen, I'm used to that higher vocal register for me, Zoe. But when it came to this one, it had a little <laughs> bit more of like, it had more of this like direct, it was singing, but also speaking at the same time as well. But yeah. the way the tone was put out, the best way I could describe it was it had a lot of confidence behind it, not cockiness. It had a lot of this confidence and this vibrato of just focused energy behind it. And it was something that I really liked a lot more in this one because it created this like building of this hero arc that we're going out of the song, not only with ourselves, but also with the people around us that are basically like our support system that also we are the support system for as well when it comes to, you know, individuals, you know, one of us 
works and helps out everybody at the same time. Everyone helps out us. We help out all those people that are helping us out and it creates that whole big camaraderie feel. So it felt like this big giant hero arc starting to really kind you know, pick up especially with the use of that vocal tone then everything afterwards coming in with the more pounding drums with the more full guitar as well with that driving style in the verse i thought damn at first i thought they're gonna go faster than you know what they were doing in the intro but this is better (laughs) (laughs) but the one thing you did say zoe that really like kind of like got my mind going was we were talking about you know some of the vocalists that you've been inspired by you know you said ash Costello, dorothy and lizzie hale because when that chorus hit when i heard your voice that was like the only thing i was thinking about. i'm like what the hell i'm starting to think like i was thinking you know lizzie hale inspired i was thinking like taylor momson from the pre-rex inspired the ladies from plush i'm thinking about their style as well i'm like there's this anthemic hard rock style to it where it's not necessarily you know super duper high but like you can tell it's a little bit more of a higher register but also it has this like scratchy bit to it too in terms of the vocals so it has a lot more of that angst that anger but it's more of this confident and angsty anger it's more of that confidence inside of there and i'm like this is a little bit less polished than what i'm expecting from them but i mean lizzie hale inspired anybody like this is this is standoutish right here this is really damn good it creates a powerful tone that really ties the energy of the song together with like the perfect bow, especially as those instrumentals are behind them. God damn, is that chorus good? <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank it's, you. it's it's this is probably one of my favorite songs to play. Like yeah. this gets one of the best responses. It's uh, it's very scratch. Like you said, it's scratchy. It's very growly. This is my most like scream. This is our most screamo song, <laughs> if one would say that I can call it that. Um. I remember we were in the studio and we were singing that. I was singing the chorus and man, at the especially at the very end, like I was just giving it. it we did every every song once a day. It was like one song a day, so we had that whole day to focus on the one song. And when we did one for all, um, I remember I was singing like a mofo. It was it was just like I was giving it everything I had because you know I was like at the end of the day, what I do here, that's what everybody's gonna hear. I want to give it one hundred and ten percent. I want you to feel everything I'm feeling and every single word I'm saying. And um, even if that means pushing it to where I can't sing the next day, like yeah. I, that's fine. You know, it's for the love of the craft. But you were nailing it in the studio because yeah, this is kind of like a new skill for you. Yeah. Like the, the growliness. Mm-hmm. You were like nailing that faster than the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate so, yeah. it. how she feels. It is how I get angst. You killed it. Thank you. The, the angst to get it out there and give 110% really shine through here. But it's not just the vocals that sit out for the chorus as well. I mean, take a look at the instrumentals. And my I wrote in my comments, I'm like, did Rosie figure out how to write a rock anthem instrumentally with this one? Seriously, <laughs> the flow on that chorus is perfect on how that drives the mode and how it just drives the motivation of the like story behind the song and the motivation of everything building up to it an anthem, if you ask me. Everything about there, it was... A little bit, it had a little bit more of like elongated style to really let the vocals fly, but the heavier tone, the drumming plays a more melodic march style to create that anthemic rock feel. I was just like, my God, they, they literally figured out how to write that rock anthem in their <laughs> style. And the and it's just going to be curious to see going forward where you could take this. I'm not saying, you know, keep writing these straight rock anthems, but I'm talking about what other influences you could throw in there because when it comes to the instrumental composition and the flow between pieces you guys absolutely nailed the, the theory behind it 
So what can come next is the question. Oh man. You know, it's funny you say that we wrote that pretty much when we were, when we had our last call with you back, well, no, our first call with you back in 2020, right? Yeah, we've been sitting on this song for a long time. It's been a long time. And as we've done it, we've, we've kind of just evolved it and evolved it. So by the time we recorded it back in 2020. Last year. Was it 2022? It's 2021. 2021. Right now we're in 2023. Yeah. yeah, we recorded it back in 2021, like during the summer. And uh, so from, it's pretty much a year and some change worth of, you know, just growing and developing as artists. And so it's, it definitely shows like that's where we were at the time. And even then to now, like, I feel like not our influence haven't changed, but they've been added. You know what I'm saying? It's been added as a plethora. Yeah. And so I think definitely we are going to stay with this kind of vibe, but it's going to evolve as we evolve. See, that's something I'm really excited to hear from you guys, especially going forward, because now just seeing where the song has evolved, like you like you said, you wrote the song back when we first had talked in 2020, which is just mind boggling because that was, I looked at like what episode number this is going to be versus then. That's almost 300 episodes ago, which is just oh uh, like intense. It's, yeah. it's like, it's like two and a half years ago. So I'm just, I'm scratching my head. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? But then you, but then you get to see exactly how as artists from the song when you first wrote it to when you were able to record it the different changes that are made how it evolved and how the sound completely had come into its own so that when it gets recorded when it's going to be out there for everyone to listen to after you know the whole entire hometown for the holidays thing after it's fully out there for release so everyone can go and stream it as much as they please which you should Period. It's going to be something that you can tell you know their sound is that they know who they are but the great part about it is there is so much more that can be built off of this as the band grows, as more influences come into them, as they learn more about themselves. There is so much more that can happen here. And the best part about this is this song, it just shows how much of a start they still like they're still like they're still there. There's it's still a start. It's not even like a full grown thing yet. It's mm-hmm. like a little seed where it's, you know, the little sprouts finally popping up. Mm-hmm. But what is it going to turn into? How big is it going to get? We don't know, but it's yeah. exciting to watch. Right. That's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. And also, before I stop talking about this song, I do want to mention this one last piece because the bridge, that shredding guitar solo over that that like marching drum pattern, the way it hits, it was like this is absolutely textbook exactly what you want to hear in a hard rock song and a hard rock anthemic song. But of course, it's got to fit the style of the rest of the instrumental. It's got to fit the style of the song, the tone of it. And I'm like, yep, Rosie wrote one hell of a hard rock anthem instrumentally with this one. And that solo in the bridge is just like that piece on top where it's just like, yes, this is it. This is the piece that you were just like, we need to have this one last piece in there. Here it is. That solo, chef's kiss. Yeah, Thank you. Man, I wasn't even supposed to solo there. Uh, yeah. You were supposed to be a bass solo, actually. We, uh, we, had, we had already planned it to be a bass solo because, I don't know, we just wanted something different. Yeah. Like we, we had a bass solo in uh, what, Come As You Are. So we're like, we're going to try that again. And we go to the studio and we hook them up and we were just like, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's not doing it. So then they put me on the spot. I had to make something up. Real fast. killed it. It's yeah. so catchy. It's <laughs> like whenever you hear the song, you could just like sing the freaking melody of it. Yeah, of, yeah. The, yeah. of the yeah. riffs. Yes. Yeah, dude. It's I was fast. definitely scared. No. I was like, you this can't. is immortalized. <laughs> <laughs> 
like Mike. So our producer, his name is Mike Kladikoff. He worked on this single with us and worked on the music that we have coming out soon with this too. And um, he, dude, he just had so much confidence in you too. He was like, he you, got it. "You got it, Brandon. Like, he's don't worry more about it. Just put them together." He, yeah, he really did. He really was like, "You he, got it." And he just had me do the takes like. Dude. Like no break, dude. Like, if I mess again. up, just again, again. again. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He worked me like a freaking horse. It, it was great. <laughs> I have what you have here today, but it's fantastic. Yeah, I'll say that producer had to be just like uh, Coach Herb Brooks from the U.S. Men's Hockey Team nineteen. If you watch Miracle. Just the scene was just like they're doing the up and downs, just again, again, again. Probably just like shredding. I can't do this anymore. Again. Dude. My fingers are bleeding again. I don't have fingers anymore. You've worn them down again. again. Ah! <laughs> that is what it was like yeah, was right. for anything else. Even if I thought I did a good take, he's like, again. Okay, here's the funny thing. Though. This is something be like, here's the, we would, we would see his back to us. So his back would be like this. And then we would just be doing our thing. And as he's playing his solo, you just see him go. And just clicked it. You don't hear him say nothing. It got to the point where he was just like, I'm not gonna say anything. You know, yeah. to do <laughs> I'm pretty sure during the last one, he might have just gone like this, and it's just like, don't you dare press that button. It's like we got all the takes we needed, and all of a sudden, there's Brand just sitting there. We did 67 takes. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Literally. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were in the studio for a long time. We were in the studio for at least eight hours a day. Yeah, it was. It was. We were there for five days, or we were there for a week, but we did five days in the studio. We had every song like dedicated, so we just like hammered everything in the yeah. in that day. You know. That is a shit ton of work to put in, though. But the only people that are gonna put in that much work for something is if they're doing something that they're absolutely passionate about and doing something that they love. You're not putting that much work in it. You're not doing that many takes if you don't believe in it and if you don't really want to do it. So, yeah. I mean, that just stands not only to show how good of a quality this song is, but the passion that all three of you have behind putting something like this together and continuing forward with the rest of the music that we still have to go for Rosie in 2023 with this just being the start of it. Thanks, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So awesome. We're excited. We're, we're freaking, I'm excited. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now, my question is going to be following up. This is what what's going to happen next after this? Because overall, when it came to One For All, this is without a shred of a doubt, the best song I have heard from Rosie so far. Again, that opening riff, it created that mix of just that hard rock anthem, but also that anime opening feel. It's just like, oh shit. Okay, here we go. <laughs> The verse is just the way that you had talked about that bulls on parade influence between the lower uh, Israel so Zoe, your vocals can come out with more of that confidence, more of that vibrato that really brought more of this motivation forward. And then the following to really blast us all in the face, fully instrumental. It created such a great dichotomy to really build that rock anthem. The pre-chorus had that perfect build. And you could see that, you know, as your as a vocal story, your vo your vocals were maturing much more to really become something much more powerful. But then right when that chorus hits, I mean, I, I still think Lizzie Hale the whole entire way. I'm just like, I my God, this is just powerful as all hell. If you can go forward with your passion, support those in your sports and go after theirs as well. And I think you guys found an absolute, you know, mindset and writing formula 
to write these kind of hard rock anthems that stick out with your style and influences people. And now the key is not only continue to see where the style can potentially take them, but to see how their style evolves given the ability of this song. I'm like, give us more Rosie after this one. So if there's going to be more to come, I'm like, what's going to come after this now? Because this was awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. We, the, definitely the songs that are coming out, um, they're different. They're all different. It's kind of like everybody has, it's like their own little personality. Yeah. It was funny when we were like talking about what we wanted to call it as stupid as it sounds. I just thought about like a party platter. It's kind of like, Oh, you want a little this? You want a little this? You want a little this? Cause I feel like Rosie, we are, we are a rock band, you know, but I feel like rock is such a gigantic umbrella. You know what I'm saying? That you can fit just about anything. There's pop rock, there's punk rock, there's alternative rock, there's, you know, heavy metal, you know, it's, it's everything. And so I feel like the songs to come out there definitely, it's like, they're, they're their own personalities, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I'm I'm really excited to get to show everybody like how it is. It's still, it may be different from the others, but it, you can tell it's still us. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So I'm excited. That's going to be the major key is as long as these songs, if they're going to be different, as long as we can tell they're still rosy at the core, because you take a look at the bands and rock and metal specifically that are like the ones that are really taking charge and are becoming the biggest bands. It's bands that are not afraid to adapt, evolve, but also keep their sound to their core. I mean, Bring Me the Horizon is the most consistent example I can think of over the past 10 years. You look at what happened with Bad Omens from, you know, their first album was just straight metalcore. And now Death of Peace of Mind, it's, yeah, it still has some of those tropes in there, but... Just pretend I don't want the money. Um, those songs are pretty different, but they still hit in such a different way. Spirit Box absolutely hitting with their style as well. Other band I'm big on for 2023 is Catch Your Breath. They came out with the song Dial Tone, which is much from their yeah. metalcore roots. But holy crap, they find something that's like now they're and their mindset behind it as well is similar to that, where they're just gonna continue to evolve with what they want to go with, not with what's popular, but what they want to go with, so that they can continue to provide that experience for the for themselves and for the fans that they're listening to as well. So something like party platter, I'm like, yeah, you want a little bit of this, you want a little bit of that cheese, you want some of the crackers. What about the salami <laughs> over there? What about the vegetables and you know the uh, the ranch dip over there? Because you gotta have the ranch dip if you're gonna be dip, if you're gonna have carrots on a party platter or celery. <laughs> And, you know, of course, you've got, you know, the uh, the beer keg that sits in the middle of it all. Because (laughs) what's a party platter without a big giant beer keg in the middle of it? It's not a party platter, but (laughs) (laughs) if it ain't got no beer. (laughs) If it ain't got no beer, then that's not a party I want to be at. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. So when it comes to these other songs that you're saying they have, you know, their own, like, identities behind them but are still core for Rosie. I'm not, I don't want to know about these songs fully. I got to ask a little bit of a teaser though. What are some of the things that influenced you to write some of these other songs so that we can kind of get a little bit of like a, oh shit, I can't wait for this to come out. Oh shit, I'm looking forward to this. Like what were some of the influences behind some of the other songs you still have yet to release for 2023? So do you want song titles? You don't want song titles, right? You want me to say the song titles? You want song titles. I'll put it this way. I don't need song titles. I just want to be intrigued by like, Oh shit! When are we gonna like? We're gonna get a song that had a little bit of this influence in there that you guys are really feeling at this time. Whether it's musically, whether it's thematically, whether it's you know inspirational, kind of like with with uh, one for all with having that big giant anime feel to it. Like, what other things were you going through and it being influenced by when you were writing all the other songs that you still have yet to come out in twenty twenty three? Again, if you don't want to drop song titles, you don't have to. 
No, you're good. We play them live at our shows, so I feel like some people in the Houston area, they know what we're talking about. But, you know, we've got another anime song. We have an anime theme song. It's kind of like, it's like a shot. It's like a shot of something. You know what I'm saying? It's literally, it's very short song, but like, it's like a hit of cocaine. I've never done cocaine, but I'm assuming it's just like, boom. Yeah. I want it again. Play it, it again. Short. Boom. Shortest song we've but ever written. It, it became the longest song that we wrote. It was. And, and it, it became the shortest song. Yeah, it's like a minute, 50 seconds. Not even that long. But I'm telling you, it's like. It's so good. It's great. It's very, it's like you're high on candy. Yeah. And then we have another one that's, okay, it was inspired like Swedish House Mafia, like disco. But Sounds rock. Cool. It's like pop rock. I know it's very interesting sounding. Yeah. But it goes hard too. It's like really yeah, it good, good. That, good. that was the song that that when we play it live, people go out singing that song. Yeah. Like the the words it's it's really good. And then we have we have our like, you know, our freedom song. You know, it's that one's like it kind of reminds me of uh Freedom's Clear yeah. Water Revival. It's the most classic it one you know. have. That one is is like one for all in a sense. Yes, it is. It's which, related, which didn't end up starting that way at all. Yeah. It was completely like. Did we rewrote that song like three times? Three times. Yeah, it, like completely. Yeah, it's like inspired by like heart, like that seventies, but also like that like hard again hard rock, kind of like Creedence Clearwater Revival, um, and like good old you know Joan Jet style. Um, and then that song drove me nuts. That song, yeah, because the first time we wrote it, I was like. It sounds like shit. It was just a dude. It's one of those things too where you know when you're experimenting and you're like, yeah, this works. I was like, okay, yeah, we're 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 way too we're like here we and you're like far off back to the wall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we we managed to fix it all together and get it to how it sounds now. Yeah. Um I think then, Mike actually, our producer, he he loved that one. He did. When it was he like did, when yeah. the day was over and we finished it, he was like this is a hit. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, it's so good now. Like, it didn't used to be. Yeah, you can it's get so it. Yeah, it's and, awesome. and it's cool because, so, um, a little on him, he actually did, he worked on My Chemical Romance's Three Shares of Sweet Revenge. He worked on Hailstorm's first album, Flyleaf's first album. Um, P.O.D. P.O.D., uh, so Buck good. Cherry. He's worked with, like, everybody. He's worked with, he's with Howard Benson. And so, like, I remember in the studio, we were, like you said, he was like, that's a hit. And so, you know, when you hear something like that coming from someone who has, like, all these records on his wall, you know, we're like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's an honor. And then it was cool. We, you you come in, bring it back to the uh, one for all, like, the growl of the whole Lizzie Hale thing. I'd finished out of that one, one for all at the very end. And he goes, that's, that's like, that's Lizzie Hale right there. Mm -hmm. She would be very proud. And I was like, oh, my God. You're yeah. Right. Yeah, a lot of people have said, even when we played, like, when it was on the radio, the, the Rod Ryan show, they were like, oh, my God. They said Taylor Monson, they said, like you said. They said, yeah, they said uh, Lizzie Hale, too. They mm -hmm. did say her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's a lot of a lot of Lizzie Hale in that. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, so it's wrapping all of that. Like, it's everything that you're going to hear this year is all us. It's all how we feel. You know, I feel like the three of us were very individuals, you know, but we also come together when it comes to this. But, you know, there's still a little here. She's got a little me, a little him, you know, just things we experience and uh, music we like in general. And I feel like this, these songs that will be coming out is like one of the perfect examples of who we are as a band. And that is something that I was like, I was hoping you guys were going to say stuff like that. And now I'm even more excited, especially for your minute 15 second song where I'm just going to be like, it feels like just I'm high or just energized and just like having that intense sugar high on candy where all of a sudden it's like Stewie Grip from Family Guy just taking his first sip of soda and just bouncing <laughs> on the wall. So like, ah! 
and then it's over. Oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> Don't repeat it, bro. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. It's, we're excited. I'm so excited. 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 <laughs> I'm excited to, like, do we get to talk about these songs? Now they're going to be out. Finally. You know, it's like even the songs that you hear on Spotify right now, those were recorded back in 2018. Like, so long those, ago. Those songs, and we just put them out, like, these past couple years. Like, we just had, you know, you think things are going to happen, and, you know, life has this way of just, you know, being like, yeah, yeah, we're going to deviate you. Yeah, people which, come and go. You know, and which, it, it's a blessing in disguise, because, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we're here, we get to do what we do, we don't have any strings attached to us, and, you know, we have the utmost complete freedom, you know, to do however we wish to please with this music, and so we're we're really excited to, to for people to be like, I love this song. Like, cause people are already email. They're emailing and DMing us. This song's amazing. It changed my life. And I'm like, how? I'm like, how did this change yeah. my life? They're like, I just related with it so much. Oh, I'm like, and they, they get cool. it. And it's like, you know, it's only like what three, four songs now. Once this song comes out, yeah. that we've got on Spotify. But like, yeah. so it's just like the possibilities are endless. Yeah. <laughs> and now it makes more sense with the release style that you guys are going with your new music, and especially with this waiting for 2023 as well. Just you know, what you're saying, like, you know, the possibilities are endless. It really makes sense seeing, you know, how you're connecting with all these fans, how these songs are coming out and how powerful, especially starting out with One For All. People comparing you to, you know, Lizzie Hale in terms of just like, this is what this kind of feels like. This is what this sounds like. I mean, when this song comes out, if I don't see some crazy type of, you know, content on either Instagram or TikTok of you guys trying to be like, hey, Lizzie Hale, check this shit out. I would be a little disappointed because if you guys don't do it, I'm going to say, fuck. Oh, I gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. Hey, next next TikTok idea. Right. Next TikTok Literally, idea. you just gave it to us. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna, We're gonna do, do it. Yeah. I, I need to see it. Otherwise, otherwise, I'm gonna be doing it for you guys. One of the two. I, I don't care what it is, but I I wanna see something happen where we can connect this song to something, you know, really bring more attention to it from some of these people in, in around the music industry that could listen and say, oh my god, you know. This reminds them of like a young version, a younger version of them, like Lizzie Hale, like Taylor Momsen, like Ash Costello. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, now they're picking up on it. Now they're getting intrigued by it. They're listening to it. And there's probably a good amount of them that love anime too. And they're going to take a look at that whole entire art style and say, holy shit, this is pretty cool. Then they're going to start making their own TikTok content, you know, stitching your stuff together. And it's kind of pointing like, listen to this shit, guys. Yeah. Do it. Otherwise, I don't know what you're missing out on. Period. Exactly. That's what we're hoping happens. Yeah, man. That would be fantastic. God willing. Yes. These are good ideas, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm giving I'm giving you these ideas for two main reasons. One, they're good ideas and they should definitely be executed on. And secondly, when it comes to music, when it comes to all the bands I've interviewed, when it comes to every single band I get in contact with and become friends with, because I can actually say that when it comes to this one, mm-hmm. like a good number of them, all I want to do is see you guys succeed in what you want to succeed in you guys want you guys are trying as hard as you can to make rosie as big as possible you guys are trying to make it happen i want to see you guys succeed and i'm gonna do whatever i can to help make you succeed so if it comes with coming up these ideas and sending them your way you know i'm gonna do it if it comes to promoting the music i'm gonna do it if it comes to having a crazy ass time on a podcast i'm gonna end up doing it because i also have a blast doing this stuff as well Again, one for all right here. One for all. Come on. Right. Evoking the song name right in the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, 
awesome. Thank you, man. We truly, <laughs> we truly appreciate it because it, it means so much to us. Like yeah. the fact that you care enough to want to like support us in that yeah. way, you know, mm-hmm. like this, this whole thing, you know, it's, it's everybody just help everybody out whenever you can. And, you know, you don't have to do it. You do it out of the kindness of your heart. So truly, we appreciate you like taking the time to interview us about this whole thing. To be to actually like the song, right. you know, and to just just be a, be a real one for us. We appreciate it. See, the only way that I have not been a real one to this point yet is you've been on the podcast two other times. This is your third iteration or third iteration of an interview on the podcast, and I still have yet to see the band live. That is the one problem that I've had right now, as I have not seen you guys play live. We gotta get on a tour. We just yeah. gotta get on a tour to head over there, man. We gotta go to you, dude. And as soon as we do, you be- you best believe you're getting guest access. Oh, yeah. We got the hookup for we'll you. We'll let you know. Oh, uh, because what's you know what's gonna happen is if you guys give me guest like a guest pass or not, I'll find the, your van or your bus or something like that in the parking lot. You'll hear a knock on the door. It'll go like da 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 da, and I'm gonna hear Brand just yell, "Who is it?" I'm gonna say, "It's Kevin," or also the beer guy. You open up the door, and all of a sudden we got a beer a case of beer to be like. the party platter platter. i've actually done that before and it has created one very fun time (laughs) i'm not gonna lie (laughs) so it and thinking about you know whatever tour you guys get on like i'm gonna make sure that i'm there for it because again seeing just the way that the music has come out seeing what's happened with one for all just the way it sounds and Again, the potential for this song, the potential for it to get out there, the potential for it to get noticed, especially with the anthemic drive behind it, the power behind the vocals, and how it evokes so much emotion that people really get behind with some of those most formidable rock bands that have that powerful female voice behind them. Again, Hailstorm, The Pretty Reckless, New Year's Day. We could go on and on and on and on and on. But the thing is, it's going to be, let's get this song out there. Let's get this song into the ears of as many people as possible. Let's get it. Hell, get it connected. Go on to Reddit and just start sending this song out to everyone that loves anime. I mean, there's going to be a connection there where people might be like, oh shit. Like they're going to want to take a look at it and really see where all the influence came from because there's a shit ton of other fans that love the exact same stuff that you guys do. They probably would love to hear something like this and say, oh my God, there's a band that's actually taking what we love as inspiration for their music. Dude, yeah, man. that's a great idea. We need idea. to make a Reddit thread. We need a Reddit. Yeah. Do, you know to, do you know how to make a Reddit thread? If not, I'll Google so. it. Yeah. Homie. I'm not y- utilizing Reddit. I don't even know. You're giving us But hey, now we got it. Yeah, I was going to say, he gave us the answers. Dude. The answers. Because it's true. It's hard to like, I'm sure there's a ton more people who would be really interested in this song because they know the anime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like our platform like only reaches so many people. Mm. So we can get in front of those people. Yeah, it's really about finding that target audience. Yeah. I mean, it's a badass song and I think that's why it resonates with the people like on the buzz and that older crowd. Oh, yeah. But I think for the younger people, like they can relate too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's a song for everyone. We're just not finding that medium because a lot of young people don't really listen to like local radio. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, when it comes to that, it's all about trying to figure out exactly what avenues you can connect with, you know, the people, whatever you connect with the potential fans that you could bring on there. And it's, again, it's not the easiest thing in the world either. It's when it comes to each, you know, platform you're going to put this stuff out on, whether it's Reddit, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever it is. Each platform has its different nuances. Each platform has its different style. So you want to make you want to make sure that whenever you're going to present this song to them, you're curating it for their specific, you know, 
platform. So yeah, yeah again, Reddit and TikTok are not going to be the same thing. You're not going to want to you yeah. know play off of that. You could make multiple different versions of a TikTok video to play into this song to promote it to different places, promote it to those people that really can connect with you know the style of Hailstorm, Pretty Reckless, Plush, New Year's Day, Dorothy. Or you could also make one that goes more into the anime side as well to connect with that audience. When it comes to Reddit, you can literally, th- you know, put this on a Reddit thread. You can create your own thread. There's probably a subreddit for that specific anime. And holy shit, people are going to start going through it with, just to really see where all those references kind of come in. Really follow the story from one spot to the next. And you're going to have to be okay with potentially getting some criticism as well because, you know, not everyone's going to like that kind of music. But also, if people are kind of talking about it and you might not get the best reception, there's people that are going to think about that do get the best reception. If you want to see a great example of someone doing this stuff, I'd say look at the band Patient 67. They are crazy when it comes to just all the stuff they do online. And it proved to be one of the best things they ever did. I constantly see them on the Metalcore Twitter whenever they're uh, uh-huh. leasing or Tom posts about stuff or just like puts a thank you on there. The amount of response that he gets from the, this Reddit thread and the people that listen to his music, it's just, it's ginormous. It, it just doesn't stop. So there's so many opportunities for you guys to get out there and put this song out there. And I want to talk about it. I want to give you guys, you know, potentially this stuff because like I said, I want to see this song grow. I want to see you guys grow. I want to see you guys come on tour and come up by me so I can be like, whoo, beer man here. This I'm giving you the ideas. Like, I can't stop. No, I appreciate that. Seriously, like, we are going to take those and we're going to run with them. Especially since, you know, song is coming out in, what time is it? In two, like, a little under two hours for us, you know, central time. It's crazy. Yeah, we're just, like we're going to be, like, if you didn't like us before because of how annoying we were to pre-save it, man, you're really not going to like us later. But you know what? That's okay because you've got to do the hustle. Mm -hmm. you got to hustle, you know? Super true. I'm I'm (laughs) important. Just got to hustle, just woo! I, I, I mean, it's it, like, again, it's not going to be easy work. It's not going to be, but when you think about it this way, this is something to do f- to promote your passion, mm. to promote what you care about, to promote your band, to promote y- you guys in a way. Mm. So, especially with the fact that there's three of you that can work on this at the same time as well to promote this stuff, man. The possibilities there. It's 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 all there. It's all possible. Like I, I'm really excited to see what happens. I'm gonna be on Reddit tomorrow. I'm gonna take a look at that thread for yes. the specific for that specific anime, and I'm gonna end up waiting to find that post. I'm gonna look through there. And if you and when you do make that post, please, please, please let me know because I want to go and see it. And I want to go and you know, if for some reason no one's commented on it at that point, boom, I'm doing it right away. Homie, so we cool. will screenshot it and I'll literally tag you on the Instagram and be like, "Yo, here's the link." <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, here, just, 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 here's the link for the subreddit, and here's. Go the check link it out. Go check it out. Be like, I did it. I did it. <laughs> Oh, 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 what'll end up happening is you'll say, it'll be, I did it. All of a sudden there'll be a comment. I'll be like, I did it too. Yay. (laughs) Again, just evoking the whole entire idea of one for all, literally right here on the podcast at the same time as well. And not only that, but think about all the other songs you still have coming out for 2023 as well. Think about how you can use some of these ideas for like, kind of like the social content to get out in front of not only the fans, of the stuff that you were influenced by for writing these songs, but also for the fans of the of like the same style of music that you're going to be working with for your party platter kind of releases that are going to come be coming out in 2023. There's such an opportunity there. And the song is, especially with the example we have for one for all, they have such a strong possibility behind them as well. 
Like when you like, I was a little concerned. I'm like, why did they wait for 2023 for this? But now I see it clearly. It's because the opportunity is so, so much there. It's all there. Thank you. Yes. I'm, glad, I'm glad you see it. I know, right? He sees the vision. He sees the vision. And then I got to share the vision with you guys as well so that you know the visions and the goals. They yes. line up. Yes, I'm here for it. <laughs> so, can is there a potential promise of touring in 2023? Is there a potential promise of really breaking out from that Houston area and really going potentially, you know, more maybe regionally or potentially nationally? Is there something there? Or are we just going to have to promote the hell out of this and make sure that happens? Honestly, the best way to help us get that is to promote 100%. Like, yeah, no, seriously. But we are going to do everything in our power to get out as much as we can. Yeah. It's definitely our breakout year from Houston as much as we love our hometown. I think that's going to turn everything around. I think so, too. I think that's the next It usually changes a lot of people's careers. Mm Mm-hmm. Bro. Yeah, man. I'm just thinking. About, I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, you know, hey. We just want to make sure the tour is worth it. Yeah, one hundred percent. There's one. a lot that goes into the, it. The biggest fear is like Dude. going on tour. Nobody's there. Yeah, I mean, was money back? Yeah, and you break even. It happens to so many artists, uh, and it's like, oh my god. But that's where the fans come in. Yes, that's why you go and you stream. The anime fans. Don't be the The rock fans. The female fronted go power band yes. fans. For sure. And then the shredder EVH style fans. <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. We're 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 really down. We're really down to do this. And we just we pray that, you know, everything goes well and and you know, God puts the right people in our path to make it happen to where we can go and can tour and it's very successful and uh we need a lot more great opportunities out of it. Well, if anyone can potentially help out with any way that he can, that's going to be me, goddammit. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Really appreciate it. Number one. Number one. Well, also, I mean, you're talking about all the potential fans that you can have coming out to your shows, the anime fans, the hard rock fans, the fans that love that female front of town, the fans that love some shredding guitar, and then the one guy in the middle that's just like, I want to go smashy, smashy. It's like, why does this one guy want to go smash? It's Kevin, of course. (laughs) We know that guy. Cool. Let him be. He's, He's cool. cool. Let him do his thing. Yes, period. Let, let, let him do his thing. Wait, why are so many other people going smashy, smashy? And mo- oh my God, he brought like 20 people with him. Why are they all wearing Hawaii? Why are they all wearing Hawaiian shirts? <laughs> Go get this record. Hold star. Hold star. Oh my God. Not, not, not gonna lie, the all Hawaiian shirt night with me and like 20 people actually happened at the end of 2022. Oh, <laughs> so, super real? I- I can make it happen. Yeah, we were seeing Avoid Silent Planet, The Plot New. It was a show that was here in Milwaukee. It was on my birthday. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's all wear Hawaiian shirts. Because we had done, me and three friends had done that at Welcome to Rockville one day. Nice. And all of a sudden, like, we're there. And I start me. I show up. Um, meet two of my friends here from Milwaukee. We're all wearing Hawaiian shirts. Three of us. I put in this one group chat from a bunch of people from, like, the Chicago area. Like, 17 more people showed up wearing Hawaiian shirts. I'm like, oh, my God. Bro. What have I done? That's amazing. <laughs> Oh shoot, that's cool. So, for real. So now when so now when Rosie comes rolling into the area, I'm gonna get as many people as I can to go to the show and I'll be like, you know what? We're gonna do something wacky for it. It might be a Hawaiian shirt night again. It might be something else, but it'll be it'll be somewhere it's just like we will stand out, but even with like if all the anime fans are there, we gotta find some other way to stand out because they might go even more crazy than I would. Oh, oh yeah, they dress up as like all might. They be doing their thing. The Cosplaying the weaves, bro. Yeah, my there. people don't hate on my people. My people. 
It's like, why did 20 people just show up here all wearing plain white t-shirts and nothing else? Like, this makes no sense. They stand up like, so. Kevin did it again, didn't he? Now this is going to be sitting there. It was. It was destiny. Well, friends, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, one thing I always like to do at the end, which you know, is give my guests, which are you in this chance, a chance to say whatever you want to say. Plug wherever you want to plug. Promote wherever you promote the end of the podcast. So, my friends, the floor is yours. All right. Um, well, if you want to check out all of our socials, you can go to uh, all of them at the Rosie Official. Um, our song drops in like two hours as of right this moment, and it comes out January 12th. Stream that to your heart's content. Um, post it wherever you can. Share it with your weebs, your rock and roll homies. And, uh, you know, this is definitely our first single out as a solo as an independent artist so uh please feel free make it happen and uh god bless you all thank you for your time and thank you kevin we appreciate you so yeah. much for what you do we love you kevin thank you <laughs> well thank you guys for being on the podcast and that for me on this podcast with three things so first things first when it comes to Rosie, you're going to want to follow along with this band. I mean, we just talked about One For All Like Crazy. Plus, there's so much other with these new songs are going to be coming out with. Like we said, Party Platter style. You got everything on there with the big, nice, giant beer keg in the middle because it's a fucking party. So you're going to want to follow them with all their socials. You're going to want to stream One For All because it will be up by the time you hear this podcast. And you're going to want to like just be a part of this band and be a part of the whole entire Rosie family. So you're going to want to follow along and all that stuff. You're going to want to buy some merch. You're going to want to subscribe to all their stuff on like you know every streaming platform that you can. And you're going to want to support them any way you can. What's the best way to do that? Why don't you go to the description of the podcast where it says Find Rosie Online. There's going to be labels for all their socials, YouTube, where you can buy some merch, where you can go see and play live, and where you can go stream all their music. And links associated with them as well. I'm doing all the hard work for you. All you gotta do is click like, click share, click subscribe, click post, click follow, all that good shit. It's all there for you. Trust me. I'm doing it for convenience sake for you. <laughs> now it's time for number two. And of course, I made the promise to you the first time where it was first rounds on me the first time I get to see you perform live. Unfortunately, that still has not happened yet. But I did say that one thing earlier about showing up to the bus, doing the like knocking on the door and all of a sudden saying, Beer man open up with a case of beer yeah that's the promise right there yeah and and either hawaiian shirt day or all what like plain white t-shirt day plain black t-shirt day something that's weird that stands out because all of a sudden it's like why is why the heck are there 20 people in hawaii like kevin you did it again (laughs) yeah we need that we're excited yeah man we, we need that kind of energy. And friends, I cannot end this podcast by saying goodbye. As this was your third time on the podcast, on top of that, this ain't gonna be the last time either. This this definitely ain't gonna be the last time. I love having you guys on the podcast. I would want to have you back on once again, maybe even a little bit later this year to see kind of how all this stuff plays out as well. On top of that, I gotta see you play live. So can this be goodbye? This cannot be goodbye, my friends. This has to be. I'll see you later. Sounds like a plan. Thank you, Kev. We'll see you later. Thank you. Well, folks, that was my interview with Zoe, Molly, and of course, the one and only Brandon from Rosie. Once again, their brand new song, One For All, is out now for you guys to go check out, listen to, stream, all that good kind of stuff. So please go and do that. That hard rock anthemic anthem. Ooh, yeah, the anime feel to it. Ooh, yeah, you're going to like it. Zoe kind of having those evoking emotions in the vocals of Lizzie Hale, ooh, yeah, that's a winner right there. So go check it out and go follow Rosie on all their social media platforms to support the band. There are, you know, every social media platform you can think of. Also, go watch their YouTube videos. Go and stream their music. Go to their website. Go buy some merch from them. 
Best way to do that, description of the podcast. Find Rosie online. Go and check that out. All the links are down there. All the descriptions of what they are down there. So like, follow, share, subscribe, buy some stuff from them, support them in any way you can. Also, be sure you're subscribing to the Core Progression Podcast as well. And following along with us, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for your viewing pleasure. Along with side that, excuse me, you can also subscribe to us on YouTube. So go to that so you can watch all these interviews or just listen to them to audio only style. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Podcast, iHeart Radio, Amazon, and wherever else we are on. Thanks to Britain Media. Thank you, Noah. You demand. On top of that, if you are already subscribed or just subscribing, a huge thank you to you because your support of this podcast means the world to me. And I love the fact you guys are supporting us. So thank you very much. If you're not subscribed, you're like, I don't want to subscribe. Please, please, please reconsider. If not, you're always welcome back. Trust me on that. You're always welcome back to the Corporate Rose Podcast to enjoy the many bands we have on here. Thank you once again to Phoenix Fitness. Again, 20% off and, yep, 20% off your entire order. CVP20 is the code. FNX Fit is the website. Link ship to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you once again, friends and Rose, for being on the podcast. We'll do another one in 2023. They got more new music coming out. Plus, I want to see how this whole, th- this whole year goes from... <gasps> So let's follow along with them. We're going to follow along. We're gassing them up. You better do the same thing too. So on that note, that's going to be for you guys. Thank you for watching listening to the Card Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin. And you guys know how I am every single way. I'm the big, healthy, and hearty. See y'all. Yeah.